Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends. So excited you are joining me today. So we are diving into a topic. I believe no matter where we are in life, we struggle with this in some way, and that is comparing ourselves to others. You may think, oh, I don't have a problem with this, but we have to be careful to guard our hearts and minds in this area, or it can become a problem for us. And even if you don't at the moment, It may be affecting other women in your life, like your children, grandchildren, a sister, or a sister in Christ. And you may be wondering, what does comparing myself to others have to do with limiting beliefs? Stick with me. I will get there. And stay tuned with me to the end because I have a little challenge for you guys to renew your mind and transform you to be more like Christ. So when we talk about the comparison trap, it looks a little different than it did 20 years ago. We may have compared ourselves to that other person we knew who seemed to have it all together, or maybe we admired a celebrity, but now it's so different because of social media. Did you know the average user spends two hours and 25 minutes on social media a day? That's over 820 hours a year. Guys, that's 34 days a year that the average person spends on social media. And do you know people who spend more? What about teenagers and young adults? Let's add Snapchat, direct messaging to that. Wow, 34 days a year. Do you know we indoctrinate our minds when we spend that much time consuming content? One of the most detrimental things about social media is the fact that we only see part of the story, or we don't even see the true story. We also see a lot of propaganda. Don't worry, this is not a political podcast. But what we see in front of our eyes over and over again, we start to believe it. We can have the tendency to believe everyone is doing it. Everyone believes this way. Or this is a majority, and now I'm left out because I don't agree with them. Now, you may be listening to this with more emotional and spiritual maturity than some, but think of teenagers and young adults and how this affects them. 4.48 billion people in the world are on social media. Now, don't get me wrong. I love social media. I love it for being able to connect with people, especially when our world was shut down in 2020. I love being able to celebrate the success of others, to share in their joy of new births and marriages, and to pray for those who are going through a hard time. But there are negative ways social media can impact us, and one is by comparison. I started out on Facebook, which most of the people there are friends, but then I joined Instagram and I started following influencers with their perfect home, their perfect decor, their perfect clothes, their perfect children. And it began to affect me in a negative way. 
I'm not saying anything about the people posting those things. It was my own insecurities that were getting the best of me. My home could never look like that. Do the kids have toys to play with or are they forbidden? Do they ever have dirty dishes in the sink? And the beautiful farmhouse decor, how could they ever afford it? Then there are those on social media who are always talking about their success or success I perceived. And I wondered, how did they get there? What was their past like? Were they born into this? How are they so successful? And the limiting beliefs would start to creep in. Will I ever have that kind of success? Maybe for you, it's not the success of others, but how they seem to have perfect marriages and children, how they seem so happy all the time. And don't get me started on the perfect family pics. I don't know about you, but my family gets into an argument every time we try to take family pictures. Does this only happen to us? Do these people have any problems at all? They just look perfect. And it seems that God is really blessing them. And I don't feel very blessed at the moment. I'm struggling in my life right now. Please tell me I'm not the only one that feels this way. Then my mind would go to the negative about myself and how that can never be me. Because I've had to work for everything I had. No one gave it to me. And I'm not young enough to be an influencer. I could never take pictures of myself in clothes. I would look terrible. And working out online, really, I am not skinny enough. Then I would get completely swept up in the comparison trap. And I knew better. I'm just going to be honest with you. As I share every single week, you get the real me. Learn from my hangups, my own sin, my own lust, my own idols. But I thank God I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. And he says, just hold on a second. That means let's rewind and start that thought process over. Let's erase the lies and renew our mind with truth. So when it comes to falling into the comparison trap, just like most limiting beliefs, it stems from too much me worrying about me and not looking to God and his truth and what he says. This is what Satan wants. He knows when we are so focused on ourselves We are not looking to God, and we are believing lies. We must be cautious about what we are putting in our mind daily. 1 Peter 5.8 says, Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Remember, the devil is of the world. So if we get caught up in worldly things, we can go down a road that we don't want. Ephesians 4.27 says, And do not give the devil a foothold. I would read all of chapter 4 because it's about unity in the body and maturity and Christian living. And then that is thrown in there because it's so important. So let's look at some practical, sober, watchful, sound mind truth so we don't give the devil a foothold in our mind. People we compare ourselves to are not perfect. All of the pictures can be staged. That is not their normal lives. Some of them even have assistants taking their pictures, staging them, and editing them. And basically, let's be honest, people put their best selves out there. 
So let's be sober-minded and realize things are not always as they seem. Even the words posted that look perfect, we are judging them by an outward appearance. As Christians, we should be looking at their heart. And sometimes it's hard to know someone's heart from social media unless that person lets you into their life a little. But the Holy Spirit does give us discernment. He will say, you don't need to follow or look at this person. And I have a rule of thumb. If it makes me jealous or if I'm fangirling or it makes me feel bad, I just unfollow. I need to guard my mind and heart and follow the Holy Spirit's prompting. In 1 Samuel sixteen seven, it says, For the Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. So if we're following God, then we don't need to get caught up in outward appearances. So let's talk about the success we see on social media. Sometimes we can get caught up in the followers people have, and I promise you this has nothing to do with success in life. We can get caught up in the money they're making, the people they are around, what they get to do, where they get to travel to. You may not even be thinking that big, though. Like I used to see people who could just speak in front of a crowd or go live or make really good posts and now cute reels and TikToks. And in my mind, I would think I could never do that. I can't be successful in my social retail business because I do not look like them. But this is what I learned. First of all, I am not them. God did not call me to be them. He called me to make an impact and fulfill my purpose by walking in obedience to his calling in my life. It has nothing to do with what anyone else is doing. When I'm ready, God will give me what I need to accomplish whatever task he asked me to do. And besides that, we don't even know the sacrifices that people went through to get where they are. The late nights, the time away from their family, the failures, the perseverance it took to get there. We don't know what God called them to do. Their perceived success has nothing to do with us. Let's just celebrate them and be kind and be a light to others. And success and influence does not matter to God at all. So it shouldn't matter to us. So sometimes I know this is easier said than done. Because when we are consuming too much social media and not enough time with God, it can really affect our minds. So number one, always make sure you're spending more time with God than you are on social media. I would tell my kids this growing up, if you take in garbage, you'll put out garbage. I was usually referring to what was in front of their eyes, what they were watching on TV. We can't unsee what our eyes see, so we need to be very careful in this area. Be watchful. Be sober-minded. So make sure you're limiting yourself on social media. Set up some accountability for yourself if you need to. Did you know you can set screen limits for apps on your iPhone? You can have times that your phone is put away. Have you ever thought about that? Or if you pick up to scroll, you can always limit yourself to five minutes. And also, it's a great time to put your phone away at night. But pray for discernment on who to follow, who you need to unfriend. Maybe there are some apps that you don't even need to be on. Or maybe you just need a detox break to refresh and renew. 
If you feel like social media is a problem for you, reach out to someone for help. You know, sometimes at night when I'm a little brain dead, I will scroll mindlessly and I noticed that it was making me feel bad. So instead, I got some new books on Kindle and every time I would think about scrolling, I would just flip to my Kindle app on my phone and read. I would love to know any other ideas that you have for accountability with social media. But now let's talk about you. Do you have any of these limiting beliefs creeping up when you start to fall into that comparison trap? Like, I will never be successful. I can't do that even though I would like to try it. I'm not pretty enough. I am unorganized and my house is a mess most of the time. I can't take pictures of my family or my home to share with others. I'll be judged because it's just not that nice. We don't have the right decor. We don't have the right matching clothes. Or have you thought, I don't even want to share my Christmas tree pictures because it doesn't look like those on Pinterest. There may be other things that are going through your mind right now. Or maybe you have some of these and you don't even realize it. Or that you're consuming too much social media and it is impacting you in a negative way. Pray for God to reveal it to you if things need to be changed. Then be watchful. Be sober-minded. That means pay attention when you're scrolling and what lies you're buying into. There are so many things I haven't even covered today where social media can make us feel so less than. So when you have these limiting beliefs creep into your mind, let's recognize them for what they are, lies, and let's counteract them with truth. Let's walk through the limiting belief, I will never be successful. I am successful when I walk in obedience to God. Remember, God does not look at things the way the world does. It says in Proverbs 16, 9, The heart of the man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. God will get you where he wants you in his time. He knows when you are ready. So what about the I can't do whatever it is? You just fill in the blank. Remember that God does not give us a spirit of fear. That comes from the evil one. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For the spirit God gave us does not make us fearful, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. You have the power of the Holy Spirit inside of you. If God called you to do something that takes you out of your comfort zone, He's going to give you the power to do it. Most of the other things we think when we fall into the comparison trap all stems from not feeling worthy enough and not knowing who we are in Christ. You must find your anchor in who God says you are and that you are enough through Him or you will always feel like you do not measure up. But sister, what freedom in Christ we have. We put ourselves in bondage. We do not have to measure up to any standard this world has set. We do not have anything to prove to anyone. We don't even have to fit in. When we are constantly comparing ourselves to others, we are allowing our mind to be governed by the flesh. In Romans 8, 6, it says the mind governed by the flesh is death. What does death look like when we fall into the comparison trap? It causes us to run ourselves crazy trying to fit in. It causes us to feel bad about ourselves because we're trying to fit into a worldly standard that's constantly changing. It causes us to have anxiety and depression. That sounds like death to me. 
But the rest of the verse says, But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. That is so refreshing to my soul. I can have life free from a crazy schedule, free from overspending to fit in, free from overextending myself by saying yes to please others, and free from feeling bad about myself. I can have peace. Peace because those things don't matter to me. I don't have to compare myself to anyone else. God loves me, and I don't have to earn that love and acceptance. What a freeing thought. What a peaceful thought. I choose life and peace, not death. So my challenge to you this week is to track your social media usage. Pray about it and ask God for discernment. Choose life and peace over death. You know, I'm always sad when I come to the end of the podcast for the day, but I hope you will meet me back here next week for another episode. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.